This is Stephanie, and this is the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to let you know about something that's a little new here at the Mocha Minutes Podcast. We are now participating in Buy Me a Coffee. So, If you haven't heard, buymeacoffee.com is a place where you can show some um, support and some love monetarily to some of your favorite content creators. That includes me. (laughs) Um, So it's in the increments of either a dollar, three dollars or five dollars. And you can do as many as you would like. Um, So I just wanted to let you guys know would love, love, love some support. So if you would go to buy me a coffee.com backslash mocha minutes. I would greatly appreciate it. It will also be in the show notes. Okay, here we go. Hello, welcome back to the Mocha Minutes podcast. I am Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, I feel um, this person definitely needs an introduction. Don't get me wrong, but I adore him in a way that is it's not like, why do you adore him? Um, because I've only talked to him on Clubhouse or on Twitter, basically on social media, but I adore this man. And so it was very funny because I am a, everybody who knows me, I'm a Bravo lev. I'm a Bravo-holic, Bravo historian to some. And so I'm watching the Watch What Happens Live and they're like, they have the virtual audience and this man comes up, I'm like, oh, he is pretty. And then he starts speaking and I'm like, is that Eddie? I'm like, oh my God, you guys. Oh my God, Eddie is so fine. Like, like Stephanie, stop. What? He is. I'm looking at him, but I have Eddie from Martinis with Eddie. I'm so excited. Eddie, thank you hi, so Stephanie. much. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, thank you so much for being here. That was a very sweet introduction. I'm, I'm like, you understand? I was like, because I mean, it was like the background and his skin was glowing, y'all. If I can remember what Watch What Happens Live it was, I'm going to like literally find that photo. I'm like, y'all don't <laughs> It was it was with Garcelle. Okay, that helps. Cause I was like, is that Eddie? I'm like, I know that voice. This is what happens when you talk to people in Clubhouse and then you see him like, I know that voice. Yo, that happened Eddie's to me. Live. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yes, I that happened to me at BravoCon when I heard uh some voices and I was like, wait a minute, that voice sounds familiar. <laughs> right. You're like, I know that voice. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But Eddie, thank you so much for being here. So we are going to dive into a lot, but um, yeah, before this, we were talking about BravoCon because BravoCon seemed like this, it felt like Comic-Con to me because I mean, there at every con or festival, there's always going to be hiccups. I'm like, even no matter how many years the con has been in place, this technically was only the second BravoCon. It's like, you heard about hiccups here and there, but for the most part, a lot of people who went don't regret going <laughs> they're like oh stuff here and there but like i still had a good time because i got a picture with this person or i got to do this or i got to watch the panel got to hear people perform so i think that was really interesting about BravoCon, and because eddie was there and he uh, he we're talking about the second part of um the beverly hills reunion today so he was at the bravo um he was at their panel at BravoCon. lord have mercy hot ass yes. mess renna got booed and I told somebody, <laughs> Rena is from a school that ev- just talking about me is fine. If you still, 
good or bad, positive or negative, you talking about me, that means I'm I'm embedded in your fucking brain. It's like, Rena, that's not, yeah, you've been doing this for a little, a little too long. It's probably why you think this, this is fine. You can flip off the audience. It's like, I'm sorry, who did you just, who did you just flip that bird at? Because I know it wasn't me, but, um, so Eddie, tell us about the, um, the panel because if it was like for the few minutes that we saw the panel i can only imagine because i think it was like what an hour 45 minutes yeah it was 45 minutes and when i say it was a harassment from the beginning let's talk about the beginning because mm. this is what i want people to focus on right now mm-hmm. beverly hills is was the most popular panel of the weekend mm. i'm not talking about I'm not talking about just because of the content. It's because of the ladies of Beverly Hills. Everyone wanted to get in into this panel. So Ooh. I was already inside the, you know, the room uh, while people were lining outside for uh, to get in because I was attending the previous panel. So we just stayed inside because nobody kicked us out. Mm. So we just sat there. Guess what? There were so many people outside waiting that they started to line up on the on the hallways in the back and and they had to stop the panel to take down the the curtains to what? move the room and make it bigger because there were so many people inside people were complaining this guy was fighting with somebody it was a harassment from the beginning so let's just start from the beginning oh my um gosh yes it was a mess but it was interesting to watch because I was sitting down, like just like drinking my little uh, cocktail, like looking around, like, oh my gosh, people are getting into it. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna just sip my drink, I'm gonna sip my cocktail. That's right. <laughs> so that was really fun to watch how like intense people were um when it comes to the Beverly Hills ladies. Then mm. um when everything was kind of like you know fixed, they uh, the person in charge of the log- logistic came to the stage and he thanked everybody for, you know, he appreciated for the help. And right after that panel, they started to kick people out who were watching p- previous panels to avoid this mess. Um, so I got lucky because I was like, at least I watched the panel that I really wanted to watch. Yeah. Um, then uh, we have Brad Gresky as the uh, moderator. I feel like mm. they chose the wrong person to do this panel because uh, first off, he's way too friendly with the Rena of it all. Yeah. Like, if you follow him on Instagram or any mm-hmm. social media, you know that they are very, very close. So I always felt like somebody who's too attached to one of the housewives is not going to be very um fair or, you know, to the questions mm-hmm. and he's gonna try to avoid asking any tough question luckily we have the audience who like you know <laughs> uh boo rena as soon as she stepped out because um yeah that was intense like literally 90 percent of the people on the audience was booing including myself <laughs> <laughs> because i was gonna get into it too um but yeah, she she came out like you said. Like she was proud of her moment. She was flipping the finger. She even asked. I think it was Crystal. Are they booing me? Like it's like wow. And like I mean, she she was feeding from that energy. And like you said, that's very like '90s soap opera star. Like back in the days, like um, people nowadays try to avoid this type of like uh, reaction. Um, but I mean, if that was she, that's what she drive. I mean, good for her. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, the panel as a panel was, I mean, it was a little underwhelming. Mm. 
Mm. Once again, I uh, the answer were um, to uh, kumbaya for my for my like. Yeah. Um, the the only person that I uh, I feel like uh, were given answers, and this is goes to show also in the reunion are Garcelle and uh, and Sutton. Sutton apologized to mm-hmm. Garcelle about the whole you know not speaking up and all the stuff. Yeah, uh, she also told the story that you know that she felt like everybody was going after her, mm-hmm. and the fact that she got out of this, this season stronger and she's not afraid to face this like you know bullying anymore and that she's gonna be ready for for it like it, it like she learned her lesson and she's ready to like you know to face any any fight or any argument with these ladies which I appreciate mm-hmm. and I think we started seeing that a little bit in the reunion like she's a little more feisty more awake less less like uh tame um, but that's that was my take on on the panel. Like I wish it was a different moderator because there were a lot of questions that were left like that weren't answered. Answer. Correct. And the way that like is coming out about the reunion, y'all didn't even take a, a group photo at the end. So it's like y'all didn't end on a good note. So it's kind of like to be so like, oh yeah, we're cool now. I'm like, no, you're not. No, no, you're not. It's just I and you really, can tell yeah you can tell even at even at the panel that like you can tell who is friendly with who and who was uh trying to put on a face just for the show uh, i mean you, yeah. you, you i mean people might feel like the fourth fox five whatever are like extremely good friends based <laughs> on my interaction and based on what i saw during BravoCon. And the way that their body language was given, not all of them are that friendly. Um, They're not. So, I mean, Dorit and Erica did not seem to be in good terms from the beginning, nope. but I don't know if this is a, for a storyline for season 13. She maybe is trying to hold on to her diamond somehow, but uh, there, there seemed to be some awkward interaction between the two of them a lot. And that even showed at that bravo watch what happened live taping when when erica said that pk and dorit were like going to like split bill you know it it was a very awkward situation nowhere because i'm like now why would your friend say that oh y'all will probably be the next ones to split because it was like because i can't remember did the question say from her cast or just in general but you could have just just in general okay so why would you pick pk and dorit that don't make any sense and so you know here go PK being the shade of saints assassin of Instagram saying, um, <laughs> cause I swear every time I'm like, I did not like PK at first. And I kind of like him. I like him more than I like Dorit, no Tino shade. Um, then she's like, Oh, you can't take a joke. Why is that a joke? Why is my, the demise of your friend's marriage a joke? And according That's to right. Parsley Mellencamp, she said that they, the Fox Force 5 is not really texting each other. I'm like, yeah, because I don't think Kyle is going to be texting with Rena. It's like, no, absolutely not. And now Erica is not going to be getting any messages from Dorit and there's Teddy in the middle. So it's like, yeah, as, a, as the five of y'all, no. It's like nobody had to bust up anything. And as Kathy said, when I think TMZ put out a video and she was standing next to the morally corrupt Faye Resnick, she said, y'all are going to start <laughs> turning on each other. I'm like, Kathy ain't wrong on that. I'm like, sometimes a soldier falls on their own sword. And I'm like, yeah, that's not sustainable if you're building a friendship group out of trauma bond 
bonding allegedly allegedly trauma bonding because of lisa vanderpump when the reason why lisa vanderpump is not here is literally two people in that little group one why are you never mad at the i was like okay am i missing something why are y'all not mad at the for just turning in the dog and i'm sorry i don't care how much money i would have if i was lisa vanderpump i'd have sent her an invoice so quickly <laughs> like every okay, single day excuse me 10 i'm like here's your ten thousand, and like, if you don't play by this i'm gonna tack on a 15 percent interest on top of that <laughs> it's like no i'm like oh she would have gave me ten thousand dollars for real like, i agree uh, with you 100 percent. season nine was a hot mess because they focus on the wrong issue the issue was not about the the leak of the the poppy gay situation that i feel like that was like the least of the problem, the problem was Dorit giving away the dog and the dog ending in a killing shelter, period. Like that's you it. Easily text, yeah, that's it. That's the end of the story. Like, like why are we still talking about Poppy Gate? Like it was like this big issue of like on, on, on the media when Dorit almost killed a dog. It's like, I was sitting here like, Dorit, why didn't you just give the dog back? Because the thing about it is, especially when you're fostering a dog, if your dog cannot fit into your household because your kids are like, oh, it's a toy, because I don't know how old her kids were, because she didn't have like older children. She has young children. And young children don't maybe not understand much about a dog. And also, this is this is not a puppy. This is like a little bit of an older dog. So it's kind of like, baby, if that ba- that baby do not fit into your life, please give the dog back and let it go to somebody else. And it's like, I can't confirm no deny. This is just my opinion on this. She didn't want to give the dog back to Vanderpump Dogs because she didn't want to pay that $10,000. It was like, girl, just give the dog back. But I feel like if Lisa's your friend, she may have let the $10,000 slide. <laughs> it's like, so why didn't you just give the dog back? I feel like she been like, yeah, we usually do this, but I'm not going to charge you this time. That's right. I feel like she would have just did that, but it's like, why didn't y'all do that? And of course, Lisa Renner is in there because she's all about let's get it all out and let's do and talking about gaslighting. I'm like, girl, every person that she had a former friendship on this show, she is not friends with them anymore. Vanderpump, it looks like Kyle too, Denise Richards, Garcelle, anybody who come on this show and you have Eden Eden, because Eden, I swear, Eden was going to literally slash her throat. <laughs> that's hy- that, hypothetically y'all she didn't have no knife she wasn't going to like cut her but she looked but like she was giving it to her. who yeah. the hell and i think the only person she may still be friends with is eileen davidson but i think that's more because of who eileen is as opposed to who lisa is it's like because uh, one it was like you because like when i was like younger it's this weird thing we talk about with soap operas it's like you'll know the soap opera people based on what your parents watch in which set of soap operas you watch so that's why i didn't know who lisa was on soaps but i knew who she was on melrose place however eileen davidson i knew exactly who she was because i watched young and the wrestlers i'm like ashley abbott is joining the, the show y'all this is a big deal they're like why i'm like how can you not know i'm like it's, it's ashley abbott but she also was in on another set of soaps i think it was like all my children and i didn't watch it so i didn't know so it's like she had the best of both worlds she was in that little group on cbs and then the other group i think that was abc so it's like a lot of people knew who eileen davidson was it's like but um i kind of liked eileen but i'm kind of glad she is no longer on this show because i swear she would be doing the heavy lifting of with Lisa Renna. And I'm like, girl, you don't have time for that. Yeah. And Aileen since seems like a person with like a level head of table mindset. Mm-hmm. So she will be trying to like keep 
Rena. I don't know. I feel like the dynamic on the show will be weird. I mm-hmm. I will feel like maybe Eileen will maybe not be as friendly anymore with Rena. I, yeah. I, honestly, if Eileen stayed in the show, maybe that friend that maybe that they have right now, they still have right now because of like you said from so opera and all this stuff mm-hmm. will be gone because yeah. I'm a hundred percent. Eileen will not stand by any of this situation she wouldn't it's like eileen because eileen always came off as very even keel even when she said beast how dare you i'm like am i watching a soap opera right now all y'all actresses on here i'm like what the hell but it's like you never saw eileen get into the thick of anything so when she did she was like wait how the hell did i just get in here it's like girl i'm only trying to talk because eileen was probably like she was like a neutral on the show she always was she didn't stir up no drama it's like she was like i'm just trying to be neutral and on this that and the third she was everybody's friend and then erica lost her mind with her and kim richards called her a beast i'm like eileen <laughs> davidson like she that that trip is wild but we ain't not gonna go down to you know what when i watched this um reunion i was like i'm gonna do a rewatch of beverly hills from the beginning and i'm like so i watched the like the first episode i'm like i never noticed this before kim richards being on this show was interesting because essentially it's like a group of friends and then kyle's sister kim who didn't Mm -hmm. know any of them i'm like yeah that's probably why it seemed like there was a disconnect between her and the group because she don't know these bitches (laughs) she's like i don't really know them Yeah, she was not connected to anybody. The only Nobody connection was Kyle. Kyle. It was like, you just brought your sister. And it's like, it'd be different if like they were good. And I think the only person really knew her probably was Lisa. But Lisa wasn't, didn't seem like she was her friend. That's my friend, Kyle's sister. That's how it came off. And I'm like, that's, well, and this like makes me think about Kim a little bit differently. Because I did not like her at first when I was watching it. Now I'm going back going, yeah, Kyle, you're asking her to do a whole bunch about bitches she don't even know. Yeah. It's like, she don't know them. I'm like, yeah, I might have to. And she never had her back. She, she never, never had her back. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this rewatch, Eddie, and I'm going to end up liking Kim Richards. <laughs> I have a feeling. That's that's what's going to happen. Because <laughs> yeah. I've done like rewatches of other shows. And so I went back and started Jersey again and New York. Um, Jersey gave me a better appreciation of Teresa. Um, Also the moment where I was like, y'all could have just turned the page on this being the Teresa and her brother fight like cats and dogs show in season six. If y'all let those twins stay, but them twins didn't fuck with Teresa and Teresa didn't fuck with them. So guess what? It never happened. And now people are like, we need to change the show. Y'all had y'all opening. Y'all didn't want to mm-hmm. do it because you didn't want to piss off Teresa. It's like, yeah, you That's couldn't right. keep them twins and she don't fuck with them. But y'all could have did it. And it's like, yeah, we've done this before because they did it with bringing on Melissa and Joe and Kathy. So it's kind of like, because then it was more Manzo. And then all of a sudden we got more Judice and Gorga. And then we got years and years and years of, girl, what is the end game on this? Seriously, what do you want them to do? <laughs> It's like, been like forever. I feel, I'm so exhausted with the uh, Gorga versus Judai's uh, fight. It's like, like let's go. Like, let's change I, the, the, I can't the even, theme. I, I swear. Especially after BravoCon. I mean, Eddie, the Gorgas here were here first, insane. I am like now like on the probationary period of being a tree hugger. 
thank you, Joseph Gorka, because I swear he lost me. It was like, now you making me be a tree hugger. First of all, but most <laughs> of all, you talking this cash money set to Jennifer because you know William Aiden is not there. That is, mm-hmm. a, he is a cowardly punk ass bitch. It's like, that is not okay. And like, oh, she threw a drink. She didn't throw the drink on the Gorgas. She threw a drink on that dude who was in their impulse who got close. I said, get the hell out of my face. That's right. And it was like, come on, y'all. It was like, see, now you make me go, now I'm a tree hugger. See how this works? Because I'm like, that's they, not okay. Yeah, they were literally harassing Jennifer Aiden while she was by herself. The assistant or something like that, I think it was uh, Melissa's or Joe's assistant, approached Jennifer mm-hmm. Aiden and she mm-hmm. was trying to like get him to like back she off. She was like, get the fuck away from me. I'm like, yeah. I don't know and- anybody who's not going to say that. Exactly. Like that is literally invading somebody's personal space. And uh, the environment was not the right environment. Like she was by herself. Her husband was not there. I mean, the Gorgas were acting weird. Like, I don't know if you know, uh, Joe Gorga, that that same night was the night that he said that uh, his stand up comedy was going to last longer than Teresa's uh, Mm -hmm. marriage. His entire uh, situation during BravoCon, like his his like storyline, let's call it like that, mm-hmm. was talking about Teresa and Lewis. Well, Teresa is out there just living her life. Like she's like, please stop talking about me. Like, why are you so obsessed with me? Like, like go mm-hmm. away. Yeah, because Lima is is like your questions all were around Joe, Melissa. Y'all not going to the wedding. We're not talking about anything else that y'all have going on. Teresa, on the other hand, people asking about her wedding, married life, new podcast, this, that. There, Teresa has a solid storyline outside of y'all asses. Y'all That's don't. Right. <laughs> it's like it's like you want to hear something really funny even what? funnier this whole thing even bravo knows that melissa and joe gorga's storyline is all about Teresa. that even um lays the 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 chips had like um little stands with like some sayings or like quote from from housewife mm-hmm. melissa gorga's station was um she didn't bring the 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 sprinkle, the cookies. sprinkle cookies and <laughs> Melissa did not say that. The one who said that was Teresa. So that is hilarious. If that's embarrassing, that you you are Very. so forgettable and so like unnecessary for the whole uh I mean franchise that your iconic quote unquote moment was based on Teresa's quote. Like how yeah. embarrassing. And it's like, mind you, it's kind of like <sighs> the thing about it is, is like how did I not see this before? But on the rewatch and then watching them at BravoCon and it's like, I don't know why I like Teresa now. It's like, is, is some of her arguments with other people nonsensical? Of course. But this thing, the only person that I'm like outside of the Gorgas and I'm going to say should in quotes have an issue with Teresa should be Margaret. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to give Margaret this. I'm like, I'm going to give her this. If my friend had told the woman that I don't fuck with, go over there and pull a hair and then lie to me in my face, yeah, we wouldn't be cool. And that's just on period. It's like, uh, wait a minute. You actually were in on this and you knew she was going to do this and also you encouraged her to do this? Yeah, Margaret should have a bone to pick with you. We should not be cool. And that is on period. And I ain't going to fake it with your ass either. I'm like, we can be cordial, but please, we're not friends. And I'm pretty sure Teresa, I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> like what? <laughs> it's like they don't care. And I like Jennifer Aiden. And I've said this, Jennifer Aiden is one of the best additions as a new housewife ever. I across the board. Jen Aiden. Homegirl has her own storyline all season. And when she come to the fucking reunion, she be lining y'all up like bowling pins and knock y'all asses clear the fuck down by herself. I agree. I'm like, I love her. Jennifer has, I love Jennifer Aiden on Jersey. I do. Like, and oh, she was so nice. It, she, she was so nice. She was really nice. Like when I met her during BravoCon, she was very engaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met her even outside the convention center. Now, you know, like I always Ooh. tell people, like, it's, there's two different settings. There is the mm-hmm. work setting, which is the convention center. Those in that area, they are working. The Bravo Labs are working. You know, they are paid to be there. But mm-hmm. if you meet a Bravo Lab during BravoCon outside the convention center, like, let's say a lobby in a hotel or an after party or anything like that. And 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 the Bravo Lab is willing to engage with you and have a conversation of mm-hmm. any topic, whatever mm-hmm. the topic it is. You know that person is, is nice because they yeah. don't have to. Like outside their working hours, they don't have any obligation to engage with you. So when they do that, they take the time to like have a good time, laugh and all the stuff. I give props to that person and that's who Jennifer Aiden is. Yeah. At least, like, at least from my ex- personal experience. And that's good. And it's like, because it seems like she is. I think the other person that seemed like, I'm like, huh, people. And I think someone met Caroline Stanbury and that said, she is so nice. And I was like, you would think it's surprising. And it's like, because it was surprising to me, but I think it's just because Caroline Stanbury has resting bitch face. So you all, <laughs> off the rip, think that she's probably going to be nasty. And no one is like, oh no, she's not. Everybody's like, oh no, I like her. <laughs> She was so My, nice to me. Also, also Shannon Bador. Yeah, very nice. I agree. I, was like, I, I did. Huh. I met her. Nice, very nice. Yeah, it's just like um, it seemed like the Shaws were there. Like everybody from Family Karma sounds really nice. Yes. Uh, um, Robin, my girl, is like that. I love Robin Dixon. I really do. And she seemed like she was so nice. And like, oh yeah, we got pictures with them. It's so nice. Candace was in her bag. And Ashley. Ashley is the person that I would love to go to cocktail happy hour. That's my happy hour. Yes. Buddy. I'm like, yes. I would love to. And it's like that the turnaround for me and Ashley Darby is like, everybody's like, what? And like, y'all, I could have an issue with her and also say Ashley Darby is a top tier housewife. Yes, <laughs> I agree tear it's like she dragged people get messy in their business but also her life is an open book and she be she's a self-drag how is she not top tier <laughs> top tier yeah can't I, even do it's it. it's crazy how like um like I, I like that i like when when we can separate the the persona on the show and mm-hmm. the person that there is outside the show like, that was my mentality during BravoCon too like you know some fans going to BravoCon like trying to either drag there I mean the only person that I technically dragged was just Lisa Renner because I was booing her but <laughs> outside that I was open to meet people that I wasn't a fan on the show but I know mm-hmm. that outside the show we could be like okay let's be friends <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. one of those people Jane Shaw I'm <clears throat> shocked and I'm, I'm like literally shot shaking and <laughs> like i was called I, I was shook when i met her jen um, shaw jen shaw she was not at the convention center i yeah, met her outside. Then they're I, like she crashed a party i'm like a party that's open yeah. to the public she just isn't at bravo con um, i mean no <laughs> it, it was technically not open to the public it was oh it was it oh my gosh it was a private no, party it was a private event <gasps> 
at the Gothenburg oh. where the uh, where Bravo was having their after party. So technically, she did crash the party, but uh, oh. I met her in like around that environment. I, mm. I mean, so um, she was uh, fun. She was friendly. Uh, I'm like I, I told people like I I not gonna look over her crimes, but mm. the fact that she um, she was dancing super friendly. Mm. Um, I, I, I was like, I hope I even, I was like, I hope everything goes well with you. That's all I could say. I mean, but, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, I was, I was shocked because I was expecting like this cold, uh, kind of dismissive personality. I mean, based on what we see on the show, like she seems very like, like don't talk to me or like whatever mm-hmm. in person, a whole different vibe. That like, is interesting. Right, I I was shocked. You know, Kenya was fun. Chanel Ayan, amazing. Oh, All the ladies the, in Dubai oh my God. are amazing. If I've been at BravoCon, I'd be like, wait, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, where's Chanel Ayan? <laughs> yeah, like, All the ladies of Dubai. I'm gonna give that to her. All the ones that I met during mm-hmm. BravoCon mm-hmm. were super nice. Um, I I hope they get their second season. I'm pretty sure they will get a second season. Um, because they deserve it. They're working for their paycheck. They want to be I there. They want to. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that was so funny, Eddie. I was like, I can't hear you, but I can see you. All right, y'all. We had a little bit of technical difficulty, but we are back because maybe um maybe Diana sent her lawyers after us. I'm sorry, allegedly, allegedly. It's probably, probably the bots. Allegedly. So yeah, okay. You know what, Eddie? Let's dive into the second part of the reunion. Let's do it. We come back to Diana and Garcelle. Mm. And Garcelle's like, please just leave me alone. And then we decide to have a nice conversation. Um, she's like, stop sending people, stop, you know, attacking me on social media. It's like you always talk about me. I was like, yeah, I thought I was the only one who noticed that, like, you are like making a beeline to Garcelle when she wasn't even doing that with Sutton. And you literally had like you had knockdown drag out arguments with Sutton and you weren't coming after Sutton. You keep going after Garcelle. And she's like, yeah. well, you talking about the, me on social media. And she said, you called me evil. She's like, because of what you did. And also when they showed the clip, I'm like, it wasn't social media. It was at the damn after show when they asked her a question. And she's like, what she, her behavior, she was being evil. And then we had these women who have been on this show for years, sit up there in line and say, being called evil is worse than being called the C word. They couldn't like, even say it. We can't say the C word. Like that's how like bad it is. C word. And I'm like, wait a minute, weren't y'all the same ones who literally was raking Brandy Glenn? I'm so I'm glad somebody pulled up this clip too of them literally coming after Brandy for calling someone a C word. Y'all didn't Kyle. like it, it was that's right, it was Kyle. Um, let's see, Dorit when she was drunk. Um, I think she called Erica a C word. Also, Erica had a necklace that said, had the C word on it. And then we had a discussion about how y'all were somehow offended. But now because y'all are so clicked up and y'all want to protect Diana for some God awful reason, y'all sitting here lying on this couch. I'm like, there is in no universe (laughs) where this is like, no, evil is worse than that. Like there's no universe where it is. (laughs) I agree. I was embarrassed watching that uh, that segment of the show because, I mean, you can't say the C word whatsoever. Like that's why they bleep it on on TV. That's why 
uh, we don't say it. We know that there is a derogatory term. Mm -hmm. Evil, e evil is just a um, an act. It's it's like a quality that you show in a moment. Like what what Diana did was evil. She called son the sea war and literally broke her into pieces. That's just being plain evil. Let's Correct. call it what it is. Call you know, thing it, a thing. It, yeah, and like you're gonna tell me that these ladies think that evil is worse. Then the C word, even Andy wasn't even buying it. He was looking at her like, okay, what's happening here? <laughs> right. Cause it, and it's so funny to watch. I don't know. I think it was a tweet where somebody, um, I guess it tagged him in a tweet and he responded, no um, question, no debate. I'm like, Andrew, shut up. <laughs> because yeah. you are the one who literally sit them and go, come on, y'all. We have, I'm like, sir, if I remember things about the ring, I damn sure think that the host remembers that. I'm like, we had a whole conversation with Brandy Glanville and mm -hmm. how y'all like, oh my God, that is despicable what she said. But now you're going to sit here and do this. I'm like, no question, no debate. Clearly, because you did not push back on those ladies. Kind of nobody did. And it was just, except yeah. for maybe Garcelle. <laughs> um, Crystal was still a deer in headlights because I swear, anytime she says the sky is blue, y'all want to argue with her what shade of blue is she talking about? <laughs> it was just like, get the bleep out of my face. I said, Lord. And they're like, we going to go break for lunch. I'm like, okay. And then Sutton saying tricky dicky. I'm like, tricky dicky sounds kind of obscene. Because now I'm like, how do I get some tricky dicky? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm like, how do I get some tricky dicky? I'm like, what's tricky dicky? I don't know. So they're going to lunch, and then you see after they are talking about um after it was about Garcelle talking about her son, and they're in their dressing rooms eating their lunch. One, Kyla's trying to insinuate that Crystal is a liar. I'm like, very interesting. Because I looked at the pairings. So you had Kyle with Dorit. You had mm -hmm. Sutton with Garcelle. You had Erica with Lisa. I'm like, it's seven housewives. Who was with Crystal? It was supposed to be Diana, I believe, because they are somehow close. Uh, I'm still not sure why they're close, but they're supposed to be friends even before the show. Mm -hmm. uh, but that pairing, like you said, like was very interesting. Um, and yeah, obviously, I'm like, who's eating lunch with Crystal? She it seemed like she was seemingly <laughs> eating lunch by herself, yeah, unless Rob was there and her glam. But I don't, it was like, y'all gonna take go, all of our kids are under attack. I'm like, so first of all, Rena, your kids are under attack from you and Harry, according to her, your damn daughter. Her, that's right, that's it's right. Like, they are your the daughter's one ones you're like, you're hell on wheels, and I, all I want for Christmas is not something that y'all are doing. Girl, shut the hell up. I'm like, uh, it's not the same. And the bad part about it is y'all trying to say, y'all trying to all lives matter what happened to Garcelle's son is ridiculous, and I'm glad they didn't bring up Portia. Exactly. Like the stuff with Portia, they went to Kyle's Instagram. They went to this boy's Instagram. They went directly to that child. He's 14. Right. He's 14 years old. Like this attack, even an adult can handle it. Like even an adult will mm -hmm. break this person. This attack will break an adult. Imagine the damage that he was causing to a 14-year-old kid. He did not know how to react to it. Like he was like he was confused and like why am I being attacked? Like why am I getting all these nasty messages? Like what did I do? Um, that was really uncalled for. The way that the ladies acted, like oh my kids, and like first of all, like let's let's make one thing clear here. Mm -hmm. Erica's 
son is not a kid. He is a cop. A, a, a career he, that he chose. Cop. He decided to be a cop. Obviously, mm -hmm. some people have their feelings about it. And she feel like, oh, some people came for me because he's a cop. Well, he chose that career. That was his choice. So let's 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 call a spade what it is. Then you have Lisa Reyna's side, which um the whole, you know, she, you know, her family having you know different issues, like you know, they have you know mental issues, even disorders and all the stuff. I mean, we all have you know some sort of baggage in, in that level, and we are mm -hmm. all working mm -hmm. on that. But the way that she is seems to be uh trying to work with her family is not working because her own daughter went online this is not me making we're not making anything we're up we're not making anything this, up this is coming right from her mouth her mouth so obviously something is missing so all this concern and like, i'm worried my kids are being attacked and or they've been talked about or something that came straight from them it's a different situation and like and like garcelle said um i mean uh, I think it's uh, it's for the upcoming. I think it's for the upcoming episode. I don't know. I'm not really sure. But I saw a clip where she said, like, if this situation happened, uh, the, when Erica called, you know, uh, Jacks, you know, he yeah. kind of like, yeah, F, I did. I think I didn't off. see it in like in the preview in the beginning. It was like, yeah, I mean, if, if, the <laughs> if if the conversation was with like about Kyle's kid or Dorit's kid, the conversation would have been different. You know, the same thing happened right now with uh, the bots. Like, if this happened to somebody else, kids on the on that panel, they will be doing a different investigation. They will be all tagging it along and trying to like fix things up and whatever. But because it's Garcelle, they were mm -hmm. like, "Oh my gosh, that also happened to me." No, no, no. This is not also happened to me. This happened to Garcelle's son, a fourteen-year-old kid. Let's focus on the matter here. Correct. That's it. It's like y'all may say, oh, it's the same. I'm like, what happened to Portia? I'm like, yeah, it's not. It's not the same thing. Not that we're saying like, oh, what happened to Portia is fine because it actually still is not. But let's be very clear. She still is a little bit older than Jax. Jax is 14. I'm like, I'm trying to think, is Portia 15? 15? I think, what, 15, 16 at this point? Like, it matters. She's still a child and y'all didn't see like it was, you didn't see it pointless for you to speak up and say, this is not okay for you to come after Portia. Let's be very clear. It's not. But y'all are being very weird and, and literally looking as if this is not more serious. Instead of like trying to do what about isms and all our kids matter, y'all could have just been like, what you said was wrong, which is why I wanted to literally... Um, slap Andrew across his face when he said, and Rena, you were the first person to um speak up. Yeah, she also archived that post because she didn't see no point. So maybe That's you right. should look. Who else is helping you get prepped for this reunion, Andrew? Because I'm like, no, don't bring that up. Because the whole thing with Diana, it was like, I'm glad we didn't see too much more of her because she wanted to sit there like, I'm being attacked. They're responding to the behavior that you had with Sutton on the screen. That's right. I'm going to call it evil because what you didn't like, you, I'm sorry. You know what? You're right. I shouldn't have called you evil. You are trash for the way that you treated my friend at that party. That better? Is bitch better? <laughs> it's like, is that better? <laughs> is that better for you? Because I'm like, girl, you lucky. I'm like, you're lucky you on this big old oversized tablet that I got to look at. But the, the way that y'all are coming and rallying around Diana is so hilariously funny to me. Because when yeah. Sutton made Little Miss Parsley Mellencamp cry, y'all circled around Teddy. 
It's mm-hmm. like, oh, can you take it back? She's like, why should I take it back? I thought that bitch was boring. And I said <laughs> what I said. It's like, she said, what was your first impression? I thought you were boring. Oh my God, that's not nice. Oh my God, that's what I, that's how I feel. It's like, y'all don't like people being somewhat direct. And now you watch Sutton who didn't, Sutton seems like she has never had to really weigh her words. And now she is like trying to weigh her words and she's doing a very bad job of it. Crystal is too, because I'm like, I, cause I'm like, I think what she was saying is that the conversation was dark and like, yeah. Cause you tell me about every, like, like every race and ethnicity in your pool, like this is United color colors of Benetton is super weird and dark to me. Cause it's like, you're like, I don't see color, but I'm gonna tell you every color that was in my damn pool. I'm like, oh, okay. So let me know. Diana is saying that she has filed lawsuits in LA County. I mean, you know, she formed this thing to give money to the orphans and widows child. She's trying to put this lawsuit so she can find justice for Jackson. I'm like, girl, fuck you. She's not trying to find justice for Jack. She's just trying to clear her own image. She's, she's like, for I'm herself. gonna show that I am not the one who did this. Yeah, Girl, she's self-serving. Up. She's self-serving with this whole entire thing, and that's one thing that really pisses me off because I, I'm I like to give props to people who are doing something selfishly, but we mm-hmm. know in this particular case, mm-hmm. this is not the, that's not the reason. That's not the reason behind happening. it is she's trying to prove that she's not guilty of doing something or the um or she's you know she's trying to like take away from the fact that maybe allegedly she was the one who did it or she was in somehow involved. involved. Because yeah. let's say that maybe she did not uh, pay or or found uh, the bots, but maybe she was involved in the conversation of doing so because mm-hmm. so many so many people sitting on that those couch were acting very strange when the conversation was brought up. You know, body language is very telling, and not, I don't care how good of an actor or how bad of an mm-hmm. actor you are, you can tell when somebody is feeling uncomfortable with the conversation. Yeah. It's like y'all, y'all not ready to have this conversation. But the good thing is for all of you, Andrew is running the show. He's moderating this talk. So mm-hmm. y'all shouldn't be, y'all shouldn't be that uncomfortable. So um we come back and they are talking about Kyle getting tatted up. I'm like, girl, we do not care what that lady who do the splits and paid three and a half minutes in that new Halloween movie. Girl, we don't <laughs> care about your damn tattoo. Um and like the PK and Dorito Vito, I'm sorry, Mauricio and the Dorit rumor. I'm like, that's not the rumor. I want to know when PK and Mauricio are getting married. Because let me tell you something. That's the <laughs> couple that I want to know about. I love a good, I love a good bromance, even though Mauricio kind of got on my nerves this season when he was laughing about the fact of what Erica did. And I'm so glad they fucking brought that shit up. <laughs> yes. I'm happy they showed the whole entire clip because some people forgot it actually happened. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, like they were laughing. Um, Maurice, as Kim would call him, more than anybody else. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if it's just because he likes like high all the time, or you're like not even think about it. I'm like, girl, um, fuck you. I'm like, I don't, Erica, I don't understand why you're sharing a story about you meeting PK at the World Cup. I'm like, what is that supposed to be? I'm like, um, girl, shut the hell up. Um, I'm glad that Garcelle finally has her her Birkin. I'm also glad that she um, because they brought up. Now we're here to talk about the book. Now we're at the part with the book. And this is the part where I'm like, <clears throat> Sutton, you not speaking up when the shut about Jax was coming up is like, that's not the apology. 
this portion is the apology that you should have like Garcelle, I should have had your back when this was happening. So we all know about Garcelle's book. Um, I think it's a good read according to Victoria. Um, so in that, it's kind of like she was talking about her experience with um, Lisa's daughter and Lisa had a whole issue about this. So they did a second edition and removed that out of the book because Lisa called her big bad lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I find it hilarious that she is like doing this when you literally wanted to rake Kathy Hilton over the coals because she brought out her bigger, Thank you. badder lawyers. I'm like, yes. wait a minute, you called your lawyer about what she said in that book, but you get mad at Kathy because you're trying to defame her. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I just want def- defamation and slander. It's like alleged. Why are you, Lisa? You know how you know how the power of an attorney why are you playing and the fact that she had to do a second run of that book she was like i don't want any problems what how can we fix this and y'all agreed to it also that whole stunt with erica throwing the book away to find out that eric that lisa is the one who did that and i'm like garcelle i hope you're paying attention that bitch is not your friend and then it became like a joke about recycling and let's not forget that they have a separate group text a where Garcelle is And it was like, how would she know that? Ex- how would she know that unless somebody told her? It's insanity. Like, first off, <laughs> the whole book situation, I was uh, disgusted by the way that even Andy uh, took care of it. Like, he was giggling and kicking with Erica and, mm-hmm. and Lisa about recycling what the topic was not the recycling was the freaking book in the garbage that's such a disrespect towards garcelle's work i don't care and also garcelle i mean it's interesting how lisa reyna goes out of her way to to send lawyers to change something in a book that it wasn't even uh, a negative or an opinion it was a description of the situation that happened because she lisa reyna spoke about it on an episode so it's not like it's not like garcelle went out of her way to write something on the book that it was a lie or an opinion or Mm -hmm. anything like that she was describing a situation that happened but then you have lisa reyna being all upset because kathy hilton did it Exactly that. She went to her lawyers and said, you know what? This bitch is talking too much. She is talking about stuff that never happened mm-hmm. or allegedly happened. And I need the story to like, like, like I need her to stop point yeah. blank. Yeah. You know, I mean, the hypocrisy of Lisa Rena of the whole situation, the fact that she made the, the video, the fact that Lisa Rena, Erica, and I'm assuming some other ladies I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think Sun is involved or Crystal because I no. think that if they were in that group chat, they would have told Garcelle about it. But the fact that some of these ladies have their own uh, little group chat, you know, gives away that they are producing the show separately. Because mm-hmm. it's I'm, like, that speaks volumes. I'm like, exactly. I'm wondering who told Garcelle? So either it's Dorit or Ky- my money is in Dor- on Dorit or Kyle that probably told probably Sutton or Crystal and they told her. I don't think anybody was like, if I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I don't think anyone told them directly, but they probably told Sutton or Crystal. <laughs> it was like, I, but also the fact that you thought this shit was funny and y'all had a go, a group chat and a laugh. And then you decided to post it because the trailer showed a scene like, no, it's like, 
she didn't she didn't create this content this is from bravo this is from the trailer and you are so mad that you're like i just posted it and i was like you know i'm sitting here and then it's like that face that garcelle was making and i'm gonna try not to cry when i say this i've made that face when i have like i can't behave or say what i want to say so i'm like because that the, the tears that she, were welled up in her face, and I know she was choking them back, those weren't sad tears. They were angry tears. I'm like, oh, girl. I'm like, y'all going to sit here? Because one, the person who made a joke about and turned into recycling was Andy. And I'm like, you are also at fault for this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh-uh. Because I knew that face. And I'm like, <sighs> the fact that, one, it's noticeable. I'm like, you know what? Y'all would not do this if this was Kyle's book, if this was Dorit's book. Y'all didn't do it, Erica. At least anybody else on that um, set, maybe not Crystal, because y'all probably would probably do something like this with her as well. The fact that it's like, this is very noticeable how I'm like, how y'all treated her during this segment is gross because y'all mm-hmm. didn't talk about what her, this is a memoir for her. You only talked about it in the frame of Amelia. I'm like, girl, it's a long ass book and it's one part in one chapter and y'all making it more about this. You didn't even really, I think they brought up the whole Bill Cosby because she brought up her um, her experience with Bill Cosby in the book. But other than that, y'all ain't really bring nothing up. I'm like, so this wasn't to really highlight her book. It was to, let's talk about Bill Cosby. Girl, we all know about Bill Cosby. She is not yeah. the only one, but I also am glad that Garcelle's telling her story because the the part of the narrative of Bill Cosby is like he only essayed or attempted essay with um, white women. And I'm like, no, there's no possible way. There are some black women in there. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I'm glad Garcelle said something too. So it's like, no, it's like, we're not going to act like he only did this white woman. He didn't. He did it to, I'm sorry. He had a diverse roster of women that he terrorized, allegedly. Oh yeah. <laughs> allegedly. Grind stupid. Hot. Shout out to Les. Big bubble of legend. He's <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. So to watch them like y'all and to see like one, the fact that it's coming out at the reunion that, oh, I'm the one who actually threw the book in the trash and it's my photo. Ma'am, you opened your um silicone filled lips. And said that, Garcelle, I was closer to you than Denise. We've had a long-ass friendship. Imagine your friend does this to you. Mm-hmm. It was like, I have literally shared food with Lisa Renna. I have done stuff with Lisa Renna. We are friends. I'm like, girl, that should have been the way. Um, excuse me. What she just did with Erica Ball people, Dracarys on your friendship and i'm glad that sutton said you are not my friend we don't have a friendship oh okay noted it was like uh-uh so garcel be that frank lisa renner is not my friend if you can actually do that we are not friends especially when i did a second amended edition of my own book it's like absolutely not i'd be like oh i'm done with you it's like i, I don't want to talk about her i don't want to talk about dan i don't want to talk about lisa Renner. no we're good i mean she took the time to change the book i don't think even she had to do it i mean I, like why would you go out of the way to change a segment of your own book because somebody felt uncomfortable with the conversation like no mm-hmm. and and i mean 
it was once again it wasn't anything but a description of the situation it was not an opinion so lisa when going out of her way she, show more like she's more concerned about her own image than her own daughter that's the reality of the whole situation i mean so i don't what? i don't get it i don't get it either and want to know why lisa doesn't get that also we brought up another lisa she is not on this show anymore and yet she is still coming up because Lisa made a comment about Erica in the book and seemingly snapped, stepped up for Garcelle too. And here go Erica. That's rich coming from you whose breath smells of garlic, Chardonnay and cigarettes. Bitch, at least I don't steal from orphans and widows. See how that works? That's right. <laughs> See how That's that works? That's right. Like, you might want to hush. And so you do know the pump rules kids they be on the social medias. Oh, yeah. People literally them. like Lisa Vanderpump. Like, Erica, shut up. I'm like, you have, what is your issue with Lisa Vanderpump? Because it's like, you don't really have an issue. So why yeah, are they're you all jealous. involved in this? I'm like, what is your issue with, um, what is your issue with her? I mean, Lisa Vanderpump is living her best life. Uh, she In has an Vegas. extremely successful uh, business, a beautiful family. The last thing that she cares about Erica Jane's opinion. She does not care, and the fact that they keep bringing her up every single time that they have, or the, every single time they have a chance to do it, like. Remember what the reaction that they had uh, when they were in La Quinta, or whatever, having a good time and kick and mm-hmm. and Garcelle said, "Oh, my son got a job with Lisa Vanderpump." The way they got shook, it shows that she lives rent free in their head. She and really does. I would love for her to come back because that would shake the whole entire franchise. But I'm hundred percent sure that she wants, even yeah. though I want to really badly. It's She's like my she. Favorite. Yeah, she's. I don't think she is going to come back, um, but it's not in the Bethany way that I think she won't come back because I don't think she's above it. I think she's just going to like, no, because I'm going to cut somebody out. I'm like, oh, Lisa, that's why we want you to come back. I need you <laughs> to literally rein in Rena. That's why I want I Kim to come back because I want her to sit her down and make her cry again. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, make her cry, Kim. Make her cry. That sounds so bad and I'm saying that, but it was just kind of like, out of all the people that she'd be going back and forth with, she never went back and forth with Kim Richards because Kim Richards know your shit. That's why you ain't going to say anything. That's why you sat there and cried because you knew. Kim may have been like, she may have like struggled with her dish addiction all of those years and there's some times where she wasn't lucid. Guess what? She still knows shit about your husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she still knows shit about you. It's like, yeah, that's why you're not going to sit here and say anything. So then they gave us a, um, a segment about Lisa. <laughs> this is why I'm glad you on the show. <laughs> um, they had a tearful, um, they had a segment where they're talking about Lois. So here's the thing. I am someone who also lost a parent. And for me, I was like, when I heard she lost Lois, I said, she's going to get a reprieve from me because I know what this feels like. I know how this feels. Um, now I know, like, I don't know the exact, um, feelings, but I know the loss of losing a parent. So I'm like, Rena's going to get some grace from me when it comes to the whole lowest thing. Cause her mother seemed like just a lovely person, very full of life. And it's just, and you, it's like, when you lose a parent, it's like, you can't even explain it. It's like, it's just, it just, it's a loss. It's like a piece of you is gone and you're going to have to let your heart heal. So Brenna was, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was, I, no, I was going to say like, I, 
probably get it too. Like I lost my dad a couple of, I mean, many years ago. Mm, uh, so and sorry. I, it's okay. It's been a long time. And I, and I understand grief and I, and I know the grief is different in each, you know, in each person. But one thing that I'm a hundred percent sure is that most people reaction to grief, especially when you are with uh, other human beings is, is trying to find comfort mm-hmm. and the way that Rena was reacting to uh, people on the show did not seem to come from a place of pain or like confusion like she said oh it's a confusing time and um it, it kind of upset me a little bit mm-hmm. you know listening to her answer to that, that question in particular yeah. um uh was because it i don't know how how, how somebody who who's grieving the loss of a parent who you truly love and 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 miss and and appreciate then turn around and start being extremely, extremely disgusting to another human being who has absolutely nothing to do with the loss of your parents mm-hmm. and and people who who you should be looking into finding peace. Like if you are going on a trip and all and and having a, or going to a party or or doing anything uh, with the group, the last thing that I would want to do is 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 uh you know make somebody feel like shit. Because I just want to feel comfort and I just want to yeah. be at peace and 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 find those happy moments to get out of this, you know, this, you know, pain that I'm going through. So the way that she's explaining the reasoning behind her reaction to things, I mean, I mean, I I like I said, like, I feel bad for the loss of her mom. It's there's a big loss, mm-hmm. but but it doesn't connect in any level with me. It's no it, it's- it's no excuse. Yeah. It's not an excuse because it's like it was so soon after. So, um, because I lost my dad in February, and so those months after that, it was kind of like I found myself going, Stephanie. Even if your feelings are all over the place, you I'm lose sorry. your dad is not. Thank you. It's not an excuse for you to be an asshole to anybody else. That is not an excuse. Mental health is not an excuse. Grief is not an excuse. But people who love you and care about you will give you the grace of, girl, uh, it's fine. Which is why that's what happened at the party. It's like something's like, girl, this means nothing right now. You really are grieving. This is a lot because it was so soon after. So it's kind of like you go, no, I get it. So which is why if you would have said, oh, I was like, I was not expecting this. When Andy was asking for questions back in August of 2022, <laughs> um, Eddie from NY writes, Renna, how do you feel about using your mother's death as a scapegoat for your despicable behavior? What excuse did you have when you were equally disgusting to Denise Vanderpump and Kim? We can add in Yolanda Hadid too. That's right. And Eden Sassoon. And Eden. So I'm like, I feel like this is what happens when we run out of characters. But when I said, is that Eddie's like, I will not, he's like, I will not rest. First of all, Rena, you are garbage. Okay. <laughs> I don't, and the thing on it, she didn't answer your question. I'm like, so that's not really that. It's a very confusing time. No, 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 no. That's not his question. Exactly. That's not I the mean, question, and she didn't answer it. I was shocked when I heard Andy Cohen say Eddie from New York. I was like, what? I know. I have I have to rewind to make sure that I was my that was me. And um I, I and I 
felt that question. I, I when I posted that question on the Twitter account asking for a question for the Beverly Hills reunion, mm -hmm. I was not expecting it to make it to the reunion. I did get a great response from people. Like people were coming and said, like, "This is the question that needs to be asked. Uh, mm -hmm. This is what I want to know." But I never expected it to make it, especially because of the word "disgusting." Uh, I guess. You know, Andy doesn't want to, you know, like make them feel like in some kind of way when he's uh, he asking questions. But the fact that he read that question verbatim, I was like, okay. But the <laughs> answer, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the answer was extremely underwhelming because he did not answer the question whatsoever. This, mm -hmm. I mean, she. At least I know that I did my part as a viewer, and I let Lisa Rena know how we see her. From her previous uh, action, she, does she care? I'm pretty sure she doesn't care. But the the fact that she knows the viewers are watching from seasons after seasons, seeing her being disgusting, the word that I use, disgusting, mm -hmm. towards other castmates, and now trying to use that uh, Lewis's uh, death uh, uh, as uh, you know as a shield for her same disgusting behavior is not reading with the viewers so at least she knows that now right because it was like oh my god i've just had time i'm like so are you going to apologize to all these other people because the minute that she was talking about this i'm like yeah you owe yolanda an apology i'm like you came after you literally you came after kim about her addiction you came after yolanda about her autoimmune disease that you were trying to act like she didn't have you came after eden you came after vanderpump for no apparent reason but now it's like, oh, it's like I have you. It's like you have an excuse. And I'm like, Lois is not your scapegoat. How dare you use your mother's memory as a reason why you literally act like a jackass this year? How dare you use Lois like that? A lovely woman who literally was minding her her fucking business. And you're going to make it this like, oh, because I lost Lois. I'm like, so were you losing Lois when you were coming after Yolanda and Kim? Mm-hmm. Where was Lois still living her life? It's like, Lisa Renner, if you want to own shit, own that you were an asshole and you wanted grace of you being an asshole because you lost your mother. Let's just be very clear. It's like, how mm -hmm. fucking dare you? There are adults who also grieve their parents, losing them at losing a parent as an adult. So one, that is not an excuse. And you are like pissed poor. So when she's like, put because also my other bone to pick with Andrew is that um, your he was very he was not as harsh with Lisa Renner as he is with Candace about her social media. And I'm like, Andrew, you can choke, kiss my yeah. ass, and climb a tree. I know you're not gonna sit here and act like um Lisa's like, it's just this, and you ever think about that? It's like, nope, you flat out said and repeatedly watch what happens live and reunions um candace your social media is like disastrous, disastrous. Like, <laughs> and you've never said that to erica you've never said that to renna you never said that to vicky you never said that to kelly you never said that to ramona or luann you have never said that to leanne lockett you have not said this to brandy glanville you have not said this to anybody except Candace and then it's like you softballing this in with Renna. I'm like who the fuck do you think you playing with? And I'm like really? And when he said put me on pause. That was the moment that what? I wish Andy reacted because if anyone 
says that to their boss in any type of job. I'm not just talking about a reality TV show and in a in a TV moment. I'm talking in any work environment. If you tell your boss, okay, fire me then, guess what? You're gonna get fired. Right. Because people don't need you. So I, I wish Andy was like, okay, you wanna be on pause? Okay. On I'll pause. make sure I tell Bravo. Yeah, because everybody can use the excuse Andy doesn't work for Bravo anymore. I get it. Andrew is no longer a Bravo employee. However, comma, he is sitting there acting as the head of Bravo. It's, it's everybody's symbol. When it comes to Bravo, they're going to see Andy, even though he don't fucking work there. I bet he got the producers on um, speed dial and said, you heard what she said, right? Put her on pause. Dorinda didn't ask to be on pause. They just put her on pause because she needed a, a break from Romy. To have behavior. Exactly. She didn't ask, right? She didn't ask to be put on pause. They just put her on pause. They they outright fire her ass, which I thought was surprising. They just put her on pause. They're like, put me on pause. Yeah. Is that your final wish? Because <laughs> I'm about to grant it. It's <laughs> like, uh, who doesn't like that's more like Renna is so old school that she takes this shit as a joke. It's like, oh, you think they wouldn't do that to you? Yeah, a hundred percent. It's like, girl, fuck you. Um, also, so let's yeah, because it, it was a lot in this episode. But apparently, Kyle made this again something else her business. Um, she didn't like Sutton's flipping behavior door towards the reef, but the home invasion. And let's be very clear, we all felt the same way. I'm like girl Sutton and the fact yeah. that Sutton was very apologetic she's like this is like this is one of the most terrible things that I said um she's like this is the worst thing I've said in the world in her life I'm like girl you too old to be saying that but never mind you know what <laughs> we're just gonna leave it here and first Doree said I really needed to hear that from Sutton I'm like girl what she's like okay whatever um but then you see Kyle who was physically aggressive with Sutton more than one time it's like you it's like she was pulling on her like Sutton was her child I'm like girl don't get your fucking hands off me it's like <laughs> why are you talking about it's like why are you touching me like why it's like you were like pulling on her like this weird thing um and Garcella Sutton's friend so she did say she does kind of make some things about herself she does <laughs> she does no one's going to I love that though that. I love that Garcelle was able to say that, like, hey, you do make some stuff about yourself. And they look at each other, okay, and they move on. And then because you see that's the other a real like, friend. Dude, exactly. That's true friendship. The other ladies, on the other hand, were looking like for the drama, the moment, and it never happens. So they were like, okay. <laughs> it was like, um, Sutton obstructed the group for getting to know you. And it's like, it's because of Sutton that we couldn't get to know you. Yeah, Sutton's the reason. <laughs> Sutton's the real reason. And then, I am glad that Crystal, see, when she pipes up, she is good. Because she also was the one when Erica was cussing at Jax. was like, oh, honey, stop that. Girl, don't pay attention to these ladies. They're crazy. Come on, let me just get you out of here. Mm-hmm. But she was just like, y'all protect each other in a way. And I'm glad she said the four of them. Y'all four protect each other in a way that is more than Garcelle does for Sutton she's like y'all for protection like they look like what we do yes bitch you do y'all know y'all do and it's like it's so weird when it was like the whole thing with Sutton and Crystal when they brought up and Sutton's like girl we worked this out I think it's fine we don't have to talk about this y'all made it y'all issue making it seem like they stick enough for Sutton they don't they don't like Sutton ass either they don't like Crystal they don't like Sutton they're like oh let's do the checks and balances who do I hate less Sutton, 
Okay, so let's talk about this. No, bitch. Let's not say we did. It's like, uh, I, and then a whole thing with the watch what happened segment where she talked about the Elton John party. And it was kind of like the one time that Andrew kind of put some feet to the fire is talking about, it seemed like y'all were cool, but then you didn't want to accept her apology. It's like, y'all sat down and it's like, it seemed like you still didn't like her. And she's like, oh, I don't hate her. Um, And she's like, they're like, you don't? It seems like you really do hate her. And something's like, you know what? I'm tired of being your punching bag and I don't consider you a friend. How can I with how you're treating me? Um, And she's like, oh, oh. And then, she wanted an apology from Rena, and she said, I am sorry I took my pain, anger, sadness, and fear out on you. I swear I got up on the couch and punched her in her face. I'm sorry I was a bitch to you. Stop weaponizing your mama. I'm like, girl, shut up. Your grief don't have nothing to do with what you did to Sutton. Yes. What the fuck are you doing? I'm like, again, Lois is the reason, girl. Everybody, it's everybody else's fault. I'm sorry that Lois has like, I'm sorry she got called home and she is on the other side of Jordan with everybody else. I'm so sorry. She's there probably, she's probably met my father by now. I don't like that you are sitting here weaponizing saying that is the reason. Heifer, no, it's not. You lied about Harry and that sauce. You said Harry's very hurt. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, I'm not. I was like, I don't know. And so she said, well, she's like asking for an apology. She asked for a thank you. She didn't pa- thank me about the Elton John thing. And you made that your storyline. Mm-hmm. When she was doing it, I was sitting there like, you know, you should really be spending all this time like working and healing as opposed to picking a fight with Sutton. It's like... Yeah, to say that she had no impulse and pro impulse control, she'd be tweeting and deleting, which she does. She put up stories and then delete it. But you know how long to actually leave it up because you know you a couple million people follow you. So you're like, oh, let me take it down after three hours. Bitch, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can literally put up a story and delete it within 10 seconds and nobody would see it. I ask me how I know because I've done it. So it's like, girl, <sighs> shut up <laughs> i mean she she left the stories long enough to like hit the like the social social media like oh did you see she, she, she tweeted and deleted i'm like yeah because you you gave the bloggers and the bravo pages and everybody else time to do a, a screenshot you think people stupid <laughs> you think people are stupid it's like uh so then so crystal said that um the impact of the situation with Sutton was how she felt. And she, um, and I guess Kyle said something. She's like, Kyle, you need to stop butting in. I'm like, thank you. I'm glad somebody said that to her. Because here's the thing. You're not the first person that said that to Kyle or about Kyle. I'm like, girl, you always inserting yourself. You always inserting yourself. Like Crystal's issue with Sutton had nothing to do with you. <laughs> nothing. And yet here you are inserting yourself. When I told you, when she said, you need to stop butting in. And it's like, yeah. And she was even fighting a different fight too. Like Kyle was talking about the dark coming while Crystal was talking about the conversation, the one-on-one conversation that she had with Sutton, the one that Sutton publicly 
thank and publicly apologize mm -hmm. last year. So it's not like Crystal is trying to make anything up. It was not about the dark comment that she made on Watch What Happened Live or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was about last year conversation that brought Crystal and Sutton together. So Kyle, being Kyle, wanted to insert herself and finally somebody told her, stay on your lane. Girl, it's like, this has not, girl, what the fuck? I'm like, girl, ain't nobody talking to you. No one is talking to you. This is not the issue. And the thing about it, the person that should have said that to her is Sutton. It's like, Kyle, yeah. it's over. I've talked to her. We've talked. I've apologized. She's apologized. We are done. And this is what happens when y'all solve an issue while the season is going on. Y'all don't have anything to, to do in the off season because y'all already, I'm like, we've already talked about this. Y'all are the one that wants to keep talking about this. Sutton's like, I ain't saying nothing. So here's the read. Like, yeah, no one on this couch is a racist. I'm like, girl, it's like evil in the C word all over again. It's like, what's worse, being called a racist or being racist? It should be being racist, not being called one. It's like, uh, especially when in your narrow mind, what you think racism is. It's like, yeah, it's like, it should be worse that you actually are racist as opposed to someone calling you racist because you have a very thin understanding of what racism is. Racism is not just literally using a slur. It's a lot more insidious than that. And you give yourself way too much credit. Like, girl, shut the hell up. So then towards the end, because I thought she was coming out earlier than this, they were like, oh, we're going to take a break. Not a lunch break. Just, you know, stand up, stretch your legs, get a drink. You know, <laughs> they're saying Kathy is in the building with her slippers as she got out with her moo moo. And I'm like, if I was as been, if I was rich and Kathy Hilton had been rich for a very long time, do you know where I'd be like, girl, I'm getting dressed until I get in this room. <laughs> Faux, what? And apparently Kyle is not happy about um, Kathy sitting next to you, which is odd because she's your fucking sister. And I don't think um, Rena's going to be prepared for Kathy. She's not going to be prepared to her because here's the thing. Kyle Richards is your friend. Kathy Hilton is not. She going to lay you straight. She's like, I'm going to tell you straight. You, not, you are a bully. I'm like, She's an asshole, absolutely. And the thing about this, she's unapologetic. She's like, yep, I'm an asshole. Cancel me. I'm like, because you think that it won't happen. You're saying it so <laughs> facetiously because you don't think anybody's going to go and go, oh, you know what? That's right. Cancel her. I'm like, because uh, you don't think it's going to happen. Because I think, you know, and I don't know if you noticed this, Eddie, when you were at BravoCon, because someone pointed out, it's like, it's amazing what people think online someone is very popular in person they're not and vice versa like mm -hmm. if you look at social media everybody hate Rena, and they're like people kind of they clap or anybody like you see someone on social media like they seem like they're so unpopular the you know the bravo folks and then you get in person people are like oh i adore her really <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's very much like social media versus all social media the popularity for a lot of the bravo people because that's why people were surprised it's like people live for this person yeah <laughs> like i can't we can't explain it we don't know okay but yeah kathy's going to be in the building for the whole third part of the season um third third part of a reunion it looks like she gets up after a certain while and i think that is um 23 minutes before um it ends and kyle says i need to get out of here <laughs> i'm sorry this should not be funny it's like do i have to sit here i'm like girl you have been doing this for how long Yes, bitch, you got to sit here. 
girl what stand next to girl you have y'all have had horrible reunions and y'all still have done a group picture the fact that y'all not doing a group picture is just like oh boy Kathy said something that you don't like because I think Kyle has to sit with the fact that she didn't go too hard on Lisa Renna because she believes her. She believes Lisa Renna. She believes that Kathy went gutter ball low on her ass. She believes it because Kathy has gone gutter ball low on her ass to her face. And I'm like, okay, but still though, you made the same mistake. I'm like, don't do what you did with Kim. <laughs> don't yeah. do what you did. Because you turned around and wanted Kim to like stick up for you when it came to Brandy. If I was Kim, I'm like, why? You don't ever stand up for me against your friends. So I should stand up to my friends for you? And like, Kim, that's what you should have said to Kyle. And we're going to watch her do the same thing with another sister. And Kathy is like, if it is the same cast, I am not coming back. She is friend of she can do that. That's fine. Kathy's like, Kathy's like, I don't need this show. And she doesn't need the show. She's freaking Kathy Hilton. Like, I don't care what what Rena says. Like, oh, who's Kathy? Kyle's more famous. I'm like, no, 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 no. Kathy Hilton is wealthier. Kathy Hilton has more a known. legacy. She's part of a dynasty. I mean, like, come on. Like, let's be honest. Like, if Kathy Hilton doesn't show up to work, she's not going to, like, lose the check, a check. She's not gonna like stop eating. She's nope. extremely wealthy. She does not care for this. And um, I mean, I, I will be sad to see her go. Yeah. But I can see why. Like, why you wanna be in I that environment when you have people? Yeah. I don't blame her. Cause like I know what two people she's like, if they come if they're there, I'm not coming. She's talking about Lisa and she's talking about Erica. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, one of them got to go or both of them, but I don't know what y'all going to do because I mean, she was able to negotiate her friend of salary. And I'm like, girl, I'm like, Kathy Hilton is very powerful. And let's be very clear. When Beverly Hills started, the most I knew was, isn't that Paris Hilton's aunt? Because anytime they had like some kind of thing, you remember like um, the true Hollywood story? I think they did one on Paris. Yeah, she was all over that thing. Yeah. So anything that had to do with Paris, here come like her beautiful aunt, Kyle. With her long brunette hair, it's like, girl, you were you were Paris Hilton's aunt. Shut the hell up! I'm like, oh, she's an actress, is she? <laughs> I had no idea. She only has like like two credits to herself. Like, come on. Like, and Halloween is like thirty years ago, like thirty four years ago. Like, um, no, and the last two are awful. So, I mean, I haven't like, watched. I, I've heard, and I was like. Uh, Eddie, I thought Halloween should have ended with Halloween H2O. So when they came back and did it, I'm like, so I guess the premise on paper makes sense, but I'm like mad. I'm like, yeah. girl, Halloween H2O should have been it. I'm like, that would have been like badass. That's where it should have ended. But now we're doing it. But I also like Jamie Lee Curtis. So it's like, more Jamie Lee Curtis? Great. <laughs> it's like, what? This, I mean, and, I mean, and people for people forget that Kathy had her own acting career before she became a Hilton. She had mm -hmm. a long career too. Mm -hmm. I mean, she, she didn't have a. She it was in the seventies and early eighties, and we and maybe not that many people remember, or yeah. many viewers don't remember. But she had a, a an acting career before even Kyle had her own acting career. Kim Richard was the actress of the family. Correct. I I mean. If anything, Kyle was the less success of the whole entire trio. And the only real, real achievement that Kyle has done is being a reality TV star. 
all the moo-moos are not those moo are not nobody's buying those moo-moos, whatever she sells. Um and Is her is her boutique still open? I it, it, it was a pop up shop in La, La Quinta, whatever. That wasn't an actual shop. And, and she, yeah, and she is worth a hundred million dollars. But guess what? Probably 90% of that come from Mauricio's in agency. the real estate. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, come on, like, we need we need to be a little focused in the reality. And yes, people say Kathy Hilton marry money, but guess what? She married money many, many, many years ago. At this point, she earned that money. At this point, she and she's been working, uh, you know, uh, in in society. She's a socialite. She that's also a job. People think that that's like, oh, she just shows up at a party. That's a lot of work. People think that that's like, oh, that's easy. That's, uh, you know, being a, a, a event planner involved. You know, fashion is involved. She's involved in charity events. So she has done her job too. deserve that money so i mean that's that's how it is so when you put in a balance kyle richards and kathy hilton i mean the the, the balance is really heavy on the kathy hilton side that's that's how it is pretty much pretty much so eddie part two i, I have to say in the first two parts because you know with like multiple parts of reunions you're like one of these episodes are filler none yeah of these episodes have been filler and we got one more part so i'm like that's one thing i will give beverly hills in this reunion there's no filler episode for the reunion it's like agreed we've had something first part second part and we damn sure gonna have something on the third part it's like oh my gosh it's like we're eating for the whole thing but oh yeah yeah it's like i'd be seated and tweeting live because next episode is going honey to be explosive oh i can't wait It's like something going, girl, you are not my friend. We are not friends. Okay. I'm like, yes, girl, we're not. It's like, ma'am, you can't accept her apology or just, you know, be like cool with her. And then all of a sudden it's like, we not cool. I'm like, as if y'all didn't talk about this. I'm not going to sit here and talk about forgiveness. It's not a light switch. I'm like, I'm not going to say that. However, comma, if you're saying we're going to work on it, it don't seem like you're really trying to work on it. You just want to hold on to something because you don't want to heal. And you know what? Nope. Stephanie, shut up. <laughs> Let me be quiet. But um, Eddie, thank you for recapping part two with me before we go. So first of all, I had to tell you that, y'all, I got to see Eddie's hair and it's fabulous. Um, it's, it's, like, it's just well coiffed. I'm like, he got this skin that's ridiculous. And now people are like, I got to see this skin. You sure do. Let me tell y'all what it looked like. Uh, <laughs> but Tell everybody of how they can find you and find your show. Yes, uh, you can find me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram as Martinez with Eddie. That's M A R T E A N I S, Martinez with Eddie. And you will find all things Bravo, uh, Housewife. You will find everything there. And my opinion, I'm a very opinionary gay. So uh, I'll give you a little sass in between as well. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. Y'all be better catch Eddie on these social medias, okay? Y'all better catch it. I'm like, dang, Eddie is a stew. He on everything, okay? Thank Um, you so much, Stephanie. <laughs> thank you so much for doing it. Because I was like, nope. I, I literally, I don't even know. I think this season, like, halfway done. Eddie, you got to come on the show so we can talk about the reunion. I'm like, the season wasn't even over yet. It's like, oh no, Eddie, you got to be here. You got to be here because Eddie be having like his feet in the fire. He be boots on the ground when it comes to Beverly Hills. He is the Beverly Hills historian. He's like, no, because this happened. I'm like, well, damn, I don't remember that. Damn, Eddie, remember that? 
It's like everybody's like, if you're a Bravo lover, you're a Housewives fan. Everybody, like, if they're a historian, you also have a specialty. Like, Beverly Hills is Eddie's specialty. It's like, uh, so you're like, I I agree. I feel like (laughs) that's that's how I that's how I feel. Like a lot of the the content creators, like they have a specific. You know, we all watch all the shows. We all comment on all the shows. But I think every single one of us has like a particular show or city that we are really laser focused and know every detail. And that has been Beverly Hills for me. So I'm so happy that I got to um, do this recap with you because this Yay. season, especially this reunion, it's mm-hmm. been really good. Yes, it has been. So y'all, this has been the Mocha Minutes Podcast. I will be um, concluding the reunion. <laughs> and I had to do this because I, I love her. I have Nehemiah, aka That African Butterfly, because she is a Kyle fan. So I'm like, girl, I got to hear how you feel about Kyle after the third part of reunion. So I will be recapping th- part three with Nehemiah. Cannot wait. Oh, gosh. So um, y'all, thank you. And I will be back next week. Bye.